All right, all right welcome to up, yeah hey how's it going <laughs> uh i was gonna say welcome to the second episode of where there are two we're gonna start with matthew yeah. chapter five english standard version how are you doing kale i'm alive and i'm well how about you good 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 over here uh enjoyed a nice dinner with a family we had hibachi dinner Ooh, was yeah. uh what'd you get fancy well, I always get calamari and chicken, and it's cool because the calamari is not like your typical ring calamari. It's like a fillet. It looks like a flat, really? f- yeah, fillet, yeah. And then they they dice it up, and it, it's delicious. I love it. I get it every time I go. Yeah. I like calamari. Yeah, you know what? I heard. I don't know how real this is. I'd have to look it up, but I heard that the calamari that they serve like in Italian restaurants and stuff, it's actually pig anus. Oh my gosh. That's what I heard. It's probably fake news. It's probably fake news. <laughs> fake news. Fake news. It's have have you ever had caviar? Um, isn't it like really salty? I don't know if I actually ever have. It's very juicy. Oh, that doesn't sound appetizing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So on to the content of where there are two. Kale and I, we will start uh, Matthew chapter five. Sermon on the Mount, English Standard Version, people, pull out your Bibles. We will begin right now. Do you want to go, Kale, or do you want me to start? Uh, I'll go for it. Okay. Uh, gonna... uh, you could read the sermon and then the Beatitudes because it's kind of short. Yeah, it's really short. Okay. It's only one sentence. <clears throat> Seeing the crowds, he went up on the mountain, and when he sat down, his disciples came to him. And he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Salt and Light You are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. You are all the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand. And it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. For truly I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not an iota, not a dot will pass from the law until all is accomplished. Therefore, whoever relaxes one of the least of these commandments and chooses others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does them and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees, 
you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. All right, anger. You have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not murder, and whosoever and whoever murders will be liable to judgment. But I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. Whoever insults his brother will be liable to counsel. And whoever says, you fool, will be liable to the hell of fire. So if you are offering your gift at the altar and there re remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go. First be reconciled to your brother and then come and offer your gift. Come to terms quickly with your accuser while you are going with him to court. Lest your accuser hand you over to the judge and the judge to the guard and you be put in prison. Truly, I say to you, you will never get out until you have paid the last penny. Lust. You have heard that it was said you should not commit adultery. But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. For it is better that you lose one of your members than your entire body and be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. For it is better that you lose one of your members than that your whole body go into hell. Divorce. It was also said, whoever divorces his wife, let him give her a certificate of divorce. But I say to you that everyone who divorces his wife, except on the ground of sexual immorality, makes her commit adultery, and whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Oaths. Again, you have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not swear falsely, but shall perform to the Lord what you have sworn. But I say to you, do not take an oath at all, either by heaven, for it is the throne of God, or by the earth, for it is his footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. And do not take an oath by your head, for you cannot make one hair white or black. Let what you say be simply yes or no. Anything more than this comes from evil. Retaliation. You have heard that it was said an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, do not resist the one who is evil. But if anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to him the other also. And if anyone would sue you and take your tunic, let him have your cloak as well. And if anyone forces you to go one mile, go with him two miles. Give to the one who begs from you, and do not refuse the one who would borrow from you. Love your enemies. You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, so that you may be sons of your Father who is in heaven. For he makes his son rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the just and the unjust. For, for if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet only your brothers, what more are you doing than others? Do not even the Gentiles do the same? You therefore must be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. All right. Okay. I think we could break this one down because this is actually a very, important there's a lot. Part. Yeah. It's a, there's a lot. And this is actually a very important part of, of the new Testament, you know, sermon of the Mount. A lot of people hear it. They know, they think they know what it is, or at least they're, they're somewhat familiar with it. But, um, you know, some people know tiny bits of it. Uh, hope, hopefully we can, shed some light on, on some of the more obscure 
parts of it because listen he's asking for a lot here mm-hmm. he, you know he, or he's telling he's basically he says it he finishes at the at, at the end he's just saying you know you must be perfect like this you're called to be perfect but what before we get to everything else like just that last line you do not even or you therefore must be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect to be to be called to be perfect that's that's a lot to ask of any one person why do you yeah. think jesus says that well it's because it's impossible for us to be perfect right but why would he, if it's impossible for us to be perfect why do you think he calls us to be perfect he calls on us to be perfect I don't know. I, I feel like it's kind of like a self-evident thing. Like it's just because you, it's it's out of reach doesn't mean we shouldn't strive for it. Okay. No, I mean, I, I would I would agree. I think um, from the very beginning, you know, the he, mankind were fallen. You know, we ever since the fall, we've we have been striving to be uh, what we what we're meant to be, you know, what, what God has created us to be, but it's almost so impossible to reach that because, you know, of our knowledge of good and evil of being tempted by, uh, evil things and, you know, falling into our more primal aspects of, of being, of being a human. Uh, so as to, or before, you know, we were sort of living in, in, in a sense of, uh, ignorant bliss, you know, uh, mankind has made the decision that, you know, we would like to know good and evil like God knows good and evil. And at that point, it was downhill from there. Uh, so we have to take the good, uh, you know, the bad with the good and the good with the bad. And Jesus calling us to be perfect. I feel like the, like the Sermon on the Mount scares a lot of people because it's undoable. Uh because just just reading it i like i already know i fail in so many of these parts even myself as a christian you know it's um you know when you when you when it talks about lust you know even if you look at a woman and you're like damn she's hot you know yeah. you're you that's already you've committed adultery and you're like okay how do well, i yeah like he, I... he he explicitly like says that you know i didn't come to abolish the law but just to further it to like expand on it Mm-hmm. And and it's for like people. Some people like I think get the wrong impression about Jesus. Or like, well, they're saying like, well, they viewed like they don't view as like Judaism and Christianity as in uh, similar. I'm like, well, no. Like, do you not understand its history and like the, wh- why where Jesus like where Jesus was coming from? He's like, if you read his especially this passage, you know, he's he refers to the old scriptures in the new old Testament. It's not like they were irrelevant or they were completely unrelated. He said, no, this is the, this is where we're coming from and I'm not I'm removing it. I am expanding on it. Right. Uh, like we saw in, uh, in our last podcast where we talked, where we spoke about how Jesus always referred to scripture. He said, it is, it is written. It's been written. And uh, these, he's definitely expanding on to these things. But even furthermore, like, for example, uh, the whole an eye for an eye, right? He's saying, no, don't don't uh, live your life by that code. Because, you know, as as people as the phrase always goes, you know, the problem with an eye for an eye is that everybody eventually goes blind. 
And so let, let, let's let's get into um, let's break this down piece by piece, uh, and we'll we'll get to it all. So in the beginning, uh, the beatitudes. Um, so when he talks about you know, blessed are the meek for they inherit the earth. Blessed uh, are those who mourn for they shall be comforted. So I think. I think a, a very important part to look at here is um, the part where it well, says, if you look, if you look at the like the, the like the context of this chapter, like what do we just read? Like the entirety is about he he just um, after after he says all this, he goes right into like, all right, we said this. Uh, and like you know, this is what I'm expanding on the law. Like the law mm -hmm. said, this you should do this. This is like if like um, lust, anger, uh, being this um, like it says salt in the light, and uh, the oaths and your promises and loving your enemies. But like right be before he gets right into it, he goes on saying it was just kind of like it was a, like like I don't know if it's buttering up, but just kind of softening the blow. And since like you know, as he's like, hey guys, I get it. Life like life is hard or. Uh, like he's like uh, blessed the poor in spirit for there's the kingdom have blessed the people that mourn blessed the meek blessed are the hungry blessed are the merciful the pure in heart like it goes all into this and I feel like you know I think it was just kind of a soft opener before he got right into the deep stuff right and so I think an important part of this um, of this first verse it says uh, blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake for theirs is the kingdom of heaven and blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad for your reward is great in heaven for those who for those for, for so they persecuted the prophets who, who were before you. So, again, this is kind of uh, Jesus going back to saying, like, you know, people are going to hate you because of my name. People are, 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 are going to persecute you because of me. And this is something that's going to come with the territory. Being a Christian, people don't become a Christian because they think it's easy, right? Um, th this is, you know, this is something that's incredibly important to the people who are uh, Christians. And as you can see, especially the, one of the reasons why we're doing this right now is like, how is this applicable to today's, to, to, uh, to our lives today, you know, in the year 2017? And you could see every day where people saying like, I don't feel comfortable, let's say like when it comes to just being open or just being just being open like we're seeing with like the social justice warrior culture right where they're completely they're incredibly unforgiving yeah. you know you you transgress against them and they will just completely cut you out you know there's no forgiveness coming from them uh there's no openness uh and i feel like that that's that's partly where it comes here where as saying like just because you're a white christian cisgendered straight male you know, you're seen as the epitome of evil because they see they see you as the reason uh, there's so many bad things gone in the world, whether it be through imperialism, you know, conquest, all this kind of stuff. Uh, and I'm not saying that there hasn't been a, a bad history um, in, in the past where people have perverted uh, the word of God because the word of God has true power and people recognize that. Like I, I've spoken before about the book of Eli. You know, we're one of the main characters, uh, the bad guy. He wants to get the book because he knows he can manipulate people to, to do his bidding, not the bidding of God, right? 
And so yeah. it's people use the word of Jesus or the, 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 the scripture of Jesus or the word of God in order to pervert it and then use it for their own agenda. And we see this constantly um, that it has it, happened in the past. And unfortunately, we were paying for the sins of those people in the past. Uh, not to say that what is being described here isn't true. We can see that these all these things are true. And even for the people who are the peaceful Christians, the people who actually care about other people, but they're honest about their opinions and they're honest about the way certain things make them feel, whether it be things that are like sexual immorality, whether it be like people pointing out, Christians pointing out that this hyper-sexualized culture that we're currently living in right now, um, I'm not comfortable with it and I'm not comfortable with my children being exposed to it. And then them saying that like, hey, I don't think it's, I think like someone who, let's say, it's suffering from like uh, uh, gender dysphoria, you know, that, that's a mental il illness and that's something we should look into. And it's not something that we should be indulging people with with this kind of thing. And people think, well, you're evil for thinking like that. It's like, no, I, I think statistics show that people who have gender dysphoria from a young age, a lot of times they grow out of it. And a lot of people, that it, it sticks with them. What is it, like the 40% suicide rate? Um, yeah. You know, it, it, it comes from a compassionate place. And that's where people confuse empathy with compassion. We feel empathetic for these people. I think it's horrible. Let's say like on the subject of tra uh, gender dysphoria. Uh, I know we're getting a little bit off topic and we're getting a little bit deep, but I think this is important to be said. Um, people with gender dysphoria, it's got to be terrible. You know, feeling like you do not... You're not in the right body. You're not in the, yeah, or like in the right body or you just like you just feel completely like there's something wrong about you. Right. And, uh, I feel like that, like not be not feeling like you're comfortable in your own skin or anything like that. I feel like that that's going to be a horrible thing to go through. That's going to, that's going to be an awful thing. And people think, well, the compassionate thing to do is to indulge them in that kind to, in that kind of delusion. Um, and like, we should stop questioning them because those are the reasons that they're committing suicide. It's like, if these people are committing suicide because of these things, there's clearly something deeper going on. And that's something we should get to the root of. And we're not going to get to the root of that by, uh, by not paying attention to it or by letting go this far. That's the thing. The only reason things have gotten this bad now with the sexual culture that we live in and the sexual openness where people think that it's a good thing. Um, no. Everything comes with consequence, and I feel like that's something that people don't understand about Christianity is that we simply say that there is a consequence to every action. You know, Newton's law of, uh, of physics: for every action, there's an opposite, uh, there's an equal or opposite reaction. Um, we live in a universe of cause and effect, and that's and that and it's it was built like that. And that, so when God says, don't do these things, it's because it's going to have an adverse effect that in the long run, it's going to come back and bite. A lot of people butt. tend to look at like the Bible and especially the old Testament in terms of like, uh, religious of like, you know, do this, do this, do this, do this. And, but the, the, the whole Torah was of terms of for his people was to protect them. Mm -hmm. it, right. it, it's, that's really what it is. And you know, like, they'll talk about, um, I, I can't, I'm, I'm kind of drawing blanks, but there's like, it's really like, I'll just re revert back to what I was saying. It's just in terms of, of protection for all of us uh, to avoid these pains in terms of like adultery. Like, you know, obviously you, you ask, ask anyone in terms of like, they have a, like a moral compass, they'll all say, you know, don't cheat. Well, why? If, if you're, if you're coming from an atheist, you know, uh, no moral law background, like, you know, why? 
Why is it wrong? Well, a lot of the, uh, it's funny because a lot of them would say that like I know that it's wrong. So how do you know that it's wrong? Well, that you know we've evolved to a certain point where morality has evolved with us, and that we know that it's wrong to do this. It's like, right? But it, it it's still it, it when if you're talking if you're if you're really speaking on the primal basis of of your human being, you know, like it it, it doesn't make sense. It it doesn't really register when you say like oh i i just know innately that it's wrong it's like well where does that come from you have to dig a little deeper than that where how do you know that these things are wrong how do you know that murder is wrong you know um i think andrew clavin speaks about this and um well like where does instinct come from right right uh instinct and well i think uh, we have we have instinct i mean uh when it comes to me like I, i believe that there's there's a battle that goes on within us where uh we have like primal aspects of our being where we're in battle with conscientiously where we feel and i've battled this throughout my entire life even before having converted to christianity or whatever when i was maybe a little bit more open uh uh with with my interpretations i guess with because i've always believed in god but i was always a little bit more loosely um bound to my beliefs where i i sort of yeah i went out and did and did my own thing uh, and I felt like there'd be no consequence to that, but it's, it's not true. Uh, there's a consequence to everything that you do. And even if it means like having premarital sex, a thing like that, where you lie, you, you know, where you have like the, uh, the hippie culture from the sixties, so who was openly promiscuous and these things and saying like, Oh, it's okay. You can have sex with you want with whatever. And there, there'll, there'll be no consequence cause you have birth control and this is like, okay, well, you know what? science has 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 shown that when people have sex with one another your brain releases oxytocin oxytocin is a bonding chemical so okay that's why it should be reserved for someone that you're going to be wanting to spend the rest of your life with because now if you let's say you're giving this thing to everybody that you know multiple partners throughout life you become desensitized to this very special thing that would People think that you that pleasure there's, will bring you will bring you happiness. Where it's that's not true. Fulfillment. Yeah, there's brings you happiness. also another study that like the I can send you the link to. Sure. That they found a they accidentally stumbled on like this woman like they were um, in, investigating a woman's brain and they they started finding uh, like DNA in her brain that wasn't hers. Like in, in like and it's not like it was just implanted or whatever. It's just. But it was just kind of like odd. It's like it wasn't like naturally her DNA, and hmm. it, what they found is like uh, it was not just one type of DNA, but there's multiple kinds of different DNA in her brain. It was because that she had multiple sexual partners. That the DNA, like that's what parts of you know when God said, you know, man, when uh, like you know, man and woman become one. Like that's yeah. that's it. Like like you know, when, like one women, flesh, they're very very. Flesh. They're very emotional in the sense of like that's not a bad thing. That it's just how God made them, and so like you know, as when men and women come together and they have you know sexual um, intercourse, it, like that's what binds them. There's yeah. just something that's just not the same. Right, and it's not to say that like oh, um, relationship between men and women should just be flat out for reproductive purposes, right? No, because it, it in the Bible and further in the Bible it, it explains that you know you should have you know sex with your with your wife for more than just procreation that you know this is something that that's supposed to bring you guys closer together to build a strong foundation to build a family upon um and so there's there's a lot of people that, that people mis- misconstrue 
um, you know, the teachings of the Bible, whether it's because people are just uneducated on it or they've heard somebody else speak on it in, in a bad light or they've, um, you know, or they're just flat out misinformed. Um, but hopefully, like, you know, we can sort of shed some more light on these on these issues and bring clarity to these things that people have been uh, that they don't understand or that they might have a different understanding of. Um, but yeah. So it's like, just really, not to get uh, it's too an, hung up on that, but yeah, I know it's just unfortunate. This is all happening and playing out like this because I was out with my dad uh, in a car when he comes to visit me and we were out on the interstate and I just see this ginormous billboard and it just says life is short, have an affair. And it was like referring to like, you know, download this app and have an affair. I'm like, are you serious? This like, this is, this, this is like, uh, what we've come to, to encourage. Like, this is okay. Hold on one second. What? No. Okay, I'm sorry. Go on. The, this is the point in our generation that we're saying this is okay. Like you, you know uh, for sure that if there was something that was, you know, homophobic or Islamophobic or something very hateful, mm-hmm. that would be taken down right away. Like, no, you can't have that up there, especially here in Canada. But the fact that they say like, that they're okay with saying, "Oh, have an affair." That's you know, totally okay on our country, and that's and that's what I feel like. It's you know what, and that, I, I was actually thinking about this earlier today, and I think it's funny because you know, like obviously we're both conservative. We're not hiding that from anybody. That's you know our political beliefs are you know we have conservative and we're more of the American right wing, um, but that's that's the thing. I feel like because and I won't and I and I won't say that. At one point, when Christian conservatism was the dominant culture, I'm not saying that there wasn't a time where there were Christians out there saying like they were trying to ban music or they were trying to silence other forms of of speech, you know. And, and I'm not saying that there wasn't a time where there wasn't that. But now, where the time that we're living in right now, where leftism has become the dominant culture, um, the only reason it's gotten this bad, it's because of the tolerance that you have seen from the Christian conservatives or from just the conservatives, whether they're Christian or not. You've seen this kind of tolerance where they're like, I don't like it, but you know what? <clears throat> We've been called uh, racist, bigots, sexist, homophobes for, for this long. I'll just bite my tongue and just let it go. You know, and then it just mm. keeps getting worse and worse and worse. And then like, you know, like I'll just try to, you know what, keep it in my family or I'll keep it in, in my church. Well, now it's starting to encroach on your personal lives where, you know, the kids, the, uh, the, the kids that your uh, children are being involved with school. in school or the teachers and stuff like that. It's it, the, those sort those sort of ideologies are encroaching upon them and it's not comfortable for us. And it's not fair for us not to be able to speak up about that kind of thing. It's not fair for us that we still have to bite down on our tongues and just take it, you know, just bite the bullet and just take it. Um, and be like, okay, you know what, this is just the way things are going to be now. And no, there's a certain point where you have to put your foot down and say like, Hey, this isn't right. I don't believe in this. Um, it's not fair that you get to treat me this way. And I can, and I have not, and I can't, I can't say anything about it. You know, whether it be the, uh, people, uh, in, I think it's, so I think it's in California, you know, teaching, um, uh, what what sharia law is uh to students but you can't read the bible in school you know or you can't say a prayer before class you know it's mm-hmm. it's just those kind of things where you you know like why why are christians getting the crap end of the stick 
I understand like for a really long time there's a stigma against Christianity because of the idiots that have the the fundamentalist idiots. You know, like the only like the only real like Christians that I see that would, that 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 are a problem right now are probably the Christians from the West Bat uh, West Bat uh, what is Burl. it the West Westboro Baptist Church. Yeah, Westboro Baptist Church. And those it's like a family of like seventeen people and they're you know the they're all inbred. Yeah, so it's like they're they're completely like I I don't know what they are like what their deal is or whatever. They're like yeah they're the but standard of Christians. Yeah, but <laughs> if you're yeah but if you're gonna say, if you're gonna say not all Muslims are terrorists, well not all Christians are Westboro, Westboro Baptist Church people. You know, yeah. so it's it's just that thing, and um you know like I guess we we could talk we could expand on that all day, but we should probably get go uh we should probably. Well, I, I guess this would be a good tra- transition into the anger aspect of the Sermon on the Mount. Okay, do you want to jump over to the anger? <laughs> yeah, uh, or like just the uh, the. Well, I, I guess we can just hit whatever we want. I I I, also, I don't want to skip one because there's one that really popped out that I really want to talk about. Sure, I, I was just gonna go in order. Yeah, like uh, Assault and Light, the one mm-hmm. I really like because um, I was reading this before we were talking. We just read this. Um, I think it's also in Mark, the book of Mark, but I was really convicted by the whole, like, uh, a city, like, uh, your light, um, you are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do, um, do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but, um, but on a stand and it gives light to all in the house in the same way, let your light shine before others so that they might see your good works and give glory to your father who is in heaven. And for for me like um i've really struggled with um anxieties because of in the past of um i've dealt with like getting bullied in high school or like or not so much high, like high school but like in the beginning like freshman year um, sophomore year in middle school mm-hmm. um i just kind of like you know i was kind of an an oddball and i didn't really understand social cues the best and i i couldn't um um delegate or i not really delegate but in in uh, interpret the words I was um, thinking in my head correctly, and you weren't so expressing just, it properly. Yeah, I was like, it was just, it was didn't like for whatever reason when I was younger, it was just a lot more difficult than it is now. Yeah. Um, but and so like I've kind of like done a pendulum swing, whereas like now I'm I'm very much more reserved as than I was then, where I just spoke more freely back then. I just kind of said what I thought, and if it got me in trouble, like whatever. And I was, you know, I was much more open about expressing myself, but now I'm just kind of swung on the other side and, you know, it has impacted about, you know, how open I am about sharing my faith and like, and I don't like that. Mm-hmm. And so like, when I read that, it was really convicting me. It's like, you know, like, I don't want to be the person that just doesn't sh- like, sh- keeps like it to show itself, his light. Right. Yeah. That's not what because, we're called like, to do. When... That's not what we're called to do. Do you hear me? Yeah. Oh, I sorry. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna keep talking. Oh no, I was just, I was just interjecting. I'm sorry if that was rude. No, that 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 was the main thing for me. That I didn't really have much to expand on that, other than just kind of saying that that as Christians we need to be bold. Like, and I understand like, that some is just personality, and like not many of like not everyone is an extrovert. Not everyone's just like super outspoken, you know, outspoken about what they think. And but even for introverts they like introverts have their own social groups that they're extrovert in because so i've met people that are introverts 
that once you get to know them, they're just fl- like they're not quiet at all. Right. And like once they get in their comfort zone, they're ready to go, and they can be very vocal. Mm-hmm. So like you know, like everyone has their platforms um, that they use. It's just you know how do you use the platform that you've been given? Some people have bigger platforms, and uh, um, and some of them, some other people have smaller platforms. It's just you know. Some would call that. You... Some would call that being an individual, Kale. <laughs> you know, and that's a beautiful yes. thing about all, all uh, about everybody being made differently is that we it, have exactly. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't want people to get the impression that I'm saying that everyone has to be an extrovert and everyone has to be yelling on the top of a, a mountain, a city on a hill about their faith. I'm like, no, like, it, like it's it's an analogy to say, you know, to not be ashamed, not to be afraid to speak, uh, and to and to be a light and not to hide it. Right. And, and so, like, for example, like even just the 12 disciples, right, they're all very different people. Um, mm-hmm. The only thing that they probably had in common was the fact that they were they were all nobodies, you know, that they were like, who, who are these people? But they went out and they spread the word uh, as far as they could. Like Thomas, you know, he traveled the farthest and he was called Thomas the Doubter. You know, he was one that doubted Jesus the most. Yeah. And um, and that's a beautiful thing I was saying about uh, everybody being built as an individual where no no two people are alike even identical twins in in, in terms of like ha- the, the kind of people that they have a reach for um and that's the thing like we were all made differently so we can all reach all sorts of people from all walks of life wherever you may be but yeah i i, I see your point it's a it's a good one it's a good observation and we've kind of already hit on the Christ came to fulfill the law with like that whole yeah. part. It's like, no, he's not going to get rid of it. He's just expanding. Mm-hmm. And then there's anger. Uh, that's a pretty uh, big one. I, I can say from speak for myself on that in terms of like, uh, I always thought and consider myself very forgiving. And like, you know, I, I, I would say that like when it comes to day to day stuff, like I'm very forgiving. Like I'm very patient. I'm like, I'm not the kind of person that gets road rage and like I, <laughs> that's where we differ <laughs> yeah I, I i'm not gonna get like blow a gasket because some guy cut me off i'm like all right it, it happens and like i can't control that but when it when it's the big stuff like when it comes to like someone's loyalty and like like someone i'm really counting on and someone that i i've been there for them every single time and then i i all I ask is for one instance of just their help or just a sh- like a, a sign that like, you know, of just their friendship or loyalty, then like that's where it really hurts. Like to me, like I, I value friendship a lot and like especially like close ones, like I don't care if you like you're just like an acquaintance and you do something like that. But mm-hmm. if you're if you're someone that I value and close to me and you do something to stiff me, then that I find that very difficult for me to like get over and to forgive sometimes. Yeah. Like I, I can say for like uh, close people in my life where I've gotten pushed out and like forgotten and like I, you know, because I'm I'm the person that you, you know me. I'm very extrovert. I like people. I like to be in social, right. and I'm very. It's not uncommon for me to reach out to other people. But there's, well, weren't you saying that you were a little bit more introverted earlier, or are you just saying you're more introverted that, by your faith? Uh, no, I, I, I'm an extrovert of, of being, like, around people, but I'm introverted about what I, like, how I, like, what I think. Oh, I like, see. And, like, and when it comes to conservatism, about my faith, like, because I'm so afraid about saying the wrong thing and offending people. It's this right. whole PC culture. And, and I, you know, I'm, I'm very on about being correct and being in just 
uh, being delegated in my thinking and my strategies. Mm-hmm. But, but anyways, it's like I, I there's like a few key people in my life that I just feel like, uh, you know, I was well, I was there for them like for years in their hard times, and I I had my low, and not once did I ever got re- like reached out to, and I'm and I was like. What the heck, like, was it, like, what was I doing all those years for you? And, like, I, I never, like, it's not like I like, I was in this relationship for something, but, like, a relationship's two ways. It's not like I give and give and give, and then when I hit bottom that you just walk away. Right. Or you don't do anything. Like, and that's where, like, I really got hurt, and I had to, like, for, it took me, like, a couple years to, like, finally, like, you know, get be convicted, like you know, or f- like follow through the conviction that God's given me to forgive, because like you know, He's He's forgiven me for so much. You know, like who am I to not to forgive someone for some like for something else? And and that's the thing I think when it comes to like you know we speak we're talking about anger here, but it, it forgiveness comes with anger because we have to forgive those who anger us, right? Mm-hmm. And my biggest thing is that I I do I, okay. Like, I'll think of something, okay, I'll, I'll go on living my life, right? Like, say something bad happens to me, and I get really mad because someone has wronged me, right? And yeah. even if it was something trivial or whatever, and, like, I'm the kind of person, that, like, 10 years later, I'll think back to that day, to that person, and I'll, and I'll think back, and I'm like, wow, I, I wish I could just go back in time and just stick this person right in the face because they deserve it. And then I realize, wow, Yago, 10 years later, and you still have not forgiven this person for whatever they did to you and nobody you know there was no consequence that ever came from it you know there no no one's life Mm -hmm. was ever made worse or anything like that it was just a way it made me feel at that time and that's why like i forgiveness is that one thing where it's 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 a hard thing to do it's incredibly hard thing to do so that's why i find it like when it comes to grace the grace that we receive from god or the forgiveness that we receive from god it's just something that completely astounds me probably more than anything I just can't believe like how many times I can fail God. He always come, comes around and he always forgives me M- mostly because, you know, the sacrifice made by Jesus, but, yeah, um, exactly. yeah. but it's, it's just, can I, I get just, an amen? <laughs> can I, I get an amen? amen. <laughs> and, but it's just one of those things. And actually I want to, I wanted to bring this up. Um, do you know, Lacey green? Uh, I'm not familiar with that name. Okay, well, Lacey Green, she's like, um, she was someone who was more of the social justice warrior type people, feminist. You know, she's a feminist atheist, and she makes videos of sex and everything. Uh, but she's actually kind of made it. Um, she's she kind of like left the social justice warrior group group and moved towards like the skeptic community in YouTube because they've been more accepting of her than the social justice warrior uh, uh, community. Because yeah. there, if you do something wrong, if you say something that's offensive, or if you have a thought that that's just completely um, out of an, their ant- antithetical realm. to what they believe in, you know, you're out, and they'll shun you, and they'll they will make your life hell. And she's found. I'm, a pla- I'm, I'm sorry, the- but I'm I'm impressed with that word antithetical. Antithetical, yeah. Antithetical. <laughs> yeah, I have the dictionary app on my phone, and there's words of the day. You know, it's good to try to expand on your vocabulary, right? So, you know, at least if you're not smart, at least try to sound smart. <laughs> that's that's what I try to do. Yeah. Um, Isn't that what everybody does, though? Uh, no, there's some people that could probably work on it a bit more. <laughs> um, but 
the thing is, uh, and the thing what I've noticed about Lacey Green, there's a lot of things that I I don't like. I don't like about Lacey Green that she has kind of like this victim complex that I, I I even find. I don't I don't want to say repulsive, but I find extremely annoying even in my own family. People that just see themselves as, as victims, and I'm not saying maybe maybe she has a good reason to. I don't know her life that well, whatever, but. I've noticed something with her though. She's actually willing to forgive people for things that they've said to her. Like there's mm-hmm. this whole thing that happened with Sargon of Akkad. I'm sorry for anybody listening that they're completely lost on all of this, but this is kind of the things that I keep up with on uh, on uh, on YouTube and stuff. It's just the, the Sargon of Akkad's in YouTube podcaster. Yeah, he, yeah, he makes his own podcast. I I really like him. He's he's of the left and he's uh, atheist as well. Like we disagree on many things, but he's someone who's able to actually call out his own, uh, especially in this culture that we live in today, where this left has just run like it, rampant what was that ran, it's ran a little wild yeah it's just gone crazy uh with this pc culture like you're like you were saying earlier but they uh she actually was able to forgive him for some of the kind of nastier things that she that he may have said about her um things that i think sometimes were fair but she obviously like you know being called out it's never a good it's never a pleasant thing for anybody well uh, he can also be a bit raw yeah in his yeah. descriptions have you actually listened to him before yes i have i i don't really care for his uh rhetoric. i think he's funny like yeah is, it really, I, I, is I, it really rhetoric though i mean is it really rhetoric okay i don't like his attitude though I mean, okay, sure, but... You know, okay, so let me put it this way. I don't like the choice of words that he uses on his attitude. Okay, it was like he curses and stuff, like that kind of thing? No, it's not just cursing. It's just like, you know, he's, she's try, he's trying to, like, he'll sometimes personally degrade her as a person. And I'm like, okay, like, that, that doesn't help your argument. Just because you have a difference doesn't, like... Uh, give you the right or like to just personally degrade her as a person and, and use these derogatory terms. All right. Fair enough. Um, but the thing like, is, I, like, I, I'm sorry, coming from a Christian standpoint, I just can't agree with it. Just like Donald sh- Trump saying derogatory things about. Yeah. Okay. No, that's what I'm saying. Like fair, fair enough. Fair, fair point. Fair point. Um, you know, I agree sometimes, you know, but like, that's the thing. Like he is also willing to admit when he's done something wrong too. And I think that's just something that like we can all take something from. Uh, I find the guy very entertaining. I think he's funny, and I think he makes a lot of good points when he's not doing like derog- you know, he's not yes. saying derogatory yes. things against people. He's actually a very intelligent person, from what I've gathered from watching him. Even though we disagree on many other things, um, mm-hmm. overall, I do there there is a level of respect that I do have for him. But not to get too into the weeds of what we were just talking about. Um, just going back to forgiveness, Lacey Green was able to forgive him, and that's something that I can actually empathize with because it's an incredibly hard thing to do even for me as a christian you know like that's an incredibly hard thing to do so that's something i do have respect for for someone that can actually go out of the way and and forgive someone and then be friends with them mm-hmm. afterwards you know yeah um but yeah so i think uh, and i think that that i think this like transitions like and connects really well with the retaliation aspect of the um sermon on the mount with you know like an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, saying don't uh, uh, by like I say to you, do not resist one on who is evil. But if anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn on, um, 
to him and also the other and just the mentality and not necessarily in a literal sense but in a um, philosophical sense mm-hmm. they, they carry this attitude that uh to not uh allow your angry your, your i mean your anger mm-hmm. to act out and retaliate justice because in, in the bible jesus says uh god uh, god has the final say right he he, uh, he is um jesus is the form uh, uh, will have justice on them and we don't need to do it because uh, because we are uh, you know we are also fallen it is only by uh the perfect ruler that um that can truly give justice right and I think this is something that should speak probably more like this is something that as Christians, we need to keep with us, you know, keep close to our heart, like those things that you were just talking about. But I think this could probably speak more to the people on the social justice warrior left where they are completely retaliatory. Like they, they believe that because, let's say, the white man has, you know, persecuted them for so long. They have oppressed them for so long. Now it's their turn and they're going to do it to us because they see it fit. They're like, well, you know what? You had this coming. And that's not, again, the problem with an eye for an eye is that everyone goes blind because now we're just going to be at each other's throats, right? Yeah. Because whatever may have happened, you know, 300 years ago in slavery, I had nothing to do with it, especially since I didn't live in yeah. this country at that time. Well, or like we, I, we, can, I, we can see this attitude on... Or my ancestors, the, the, I mean. Sorry, no, no, I, was, like, I said I didn't live in the, this country at that time because obviously I didn't live here 300 years yeah, ago. Yeah, saying, yeah, like, yeah. My, my ancestors, I'm not... Are not American. I'm, you know, I'm from South America. So, anyways, yeah. you were gonna say. What I was just saying is, like, we see this attitude on on the the right uh, as well as the the alt right, whatever. And yeah, it, it, they 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 have this mentality. It's like, you know, oh well, they're gonna punch us. All they gotta do is throw the first punch. Like, they, like you hear this. They're saying, you know, all, I'm just waiting for them to just throw one punch, and I'm gonna knock them on their butts and kick their a. But so, like. The 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 that attitude and mindsets. I know you're smiling. Like I I, I just can't do it. Like well, oh, because because you said yeah. knock them on their butt or and then kick them. In I the know. <laughs> I just I know. I hesitated. I was like I don't know if I want to. And I'm like nah. I'm not gonna. All right. And all right but you're you're saying what was your point? You gave me the look, and I'm like all right. Like I, you, I was just it, giggling inside. I was gonna let you finish. It, but that that was it. Just like there, there's people that are just ready for a fight and they want it to happen, and they, they want they have this retaliation mindset. Yeah, you know, and uh, that's that's tough too because I I, I don't think okay, I'm not a pacifist. <laughs> I don't I'm, okay. This is this this might be a bit off topic, but I'm not a pacifist. Like I I believe if someone's attacking you, you have Defense, every right to yeah. defend yourself, right? And your family. How, how far? Okay, but how far does that go? You know, do you do you wait for the enemy to be at your front doorstep before you do anything about it? Because at that point, you know, maybe you could, there's something you could have done, in you know, in advance to stop. Okay, but let's 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 leave you a little wisdom here and say you we've all seen a fight or at least a like something on the internet where some like some drunk idiot or some moron hit like throws the first punch and the guy who clearly was in the right. You know, slams in the ground, holds like, and um, and you know, knocks his lights out. But he keeps going. He doesn't stop. That's wrong. You're like, okay, dude. Okay, just no, let no, him- no. That that I totally get. That's I totally get. What what I'm saying is, is it smart? And is it it's a, is it is it the smart thing to do for them for to wait for them to hit you first? I'm not saying you should be the one picking a fight. 
What I'm saying is, you know where this is going to lead, and is it easier to defuse the situation by acting first? No. I mean, like, Ecclesiastes, I, but Ecclesiastes in, in the Bible, too, just to be fair, Ecclesiastes does say that there's a time for mourning, and there's well, a time for sadness, and I know, there's a time I know. for peace, and there's a time for war. There, well, legally, I would say no. Um, True. On I mean, a Christian standpoint, uh, we also want to do a bio by law so to to avoid these legal conflicts. I would also follow the same way, but um, I I've been in the situations where they're they're intimidating and they're it's it's kind of like assault. They haven't act they they haven't acted on battery, but they've definitely threatened and they're put on pushing assault on you. Uh, I I've been that with assault yeah yeah they threaten you with assault. no assault is like saying I'm going to punch you that's assault and then battery is when they actually do it. No, I think that's a threat of an assault. I don't think that's an actual assault. Assault is like when they, someone puts their hand on you and then they say, like, I'm going to punch you. Then that, that's considered assault because they're making physical contact with you. I think that's the legal definition, at least. Okay, because I, I listened to Ben Shapiro and whatever. and uh, Well, yeah, he was talking this about Zoe Tur when Zoe Tur stuck her arm uh, on his neck, you know, and she's like, if you keep that up, you're going to go home in an ambulance. You know. Okay, so it says, in some jurisdictions, assault is defined as the threat of bodily harm that reasonably causes fear of the harm in the victim, while battery is the actual physical impact on the other person. Hmm, okay. All right, so I was wrong. All right. Wait, wait, where are you getting this definition from? Google. Okay, but it's what, coming, what's source from Google? Uh, criminal law dot free advice dot com oh so there's not like a dot gov or something anyways let's not get too 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 lost in the wheel <laughs> yeah legal, yeah, yeah legal but, definitions. But like like it's i i kind of would follow up by about like this but i've been in a situation where like they're uh in a sense uh, assaulting me like they're threatening and i i but what i'll do is like i've like i'll probably hold them back i'm like you know if you stop it like I, i'll hold them tight and like i'll i'll, I'll show them like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna react if you act on me right and but generally the like every situation i've seen is like the the best way to go about it is is not to really get too physical because it just tends to escalate if you if you most of the time if you can ignore or avoid physical contact it doesn't lead to um, because more action and physicalness leads to more of it because if someone's just uh mentally and emotionally impaired to the point where they're just reacting to their anger their anger that physical touch is only gonna make them more angry all right well what about um okay just 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 one more example and then we'll move on from this topic um for example like have you ever seen i can't remember the name but they call him like the viking bus rider or something like that where this dude or like train guy um this this guy, this shirtless guy is getting up in the face of this other seated passenger and he's acting, he's being very threatening. You know, he clearly he's, he's getting in his face and he's, he has his shoulders perked up. He looks like he's about to do something. And this guy who's like ex, ex military comes out of nowhere and just gets him in a chokehold and, you know, in a sleeper hold and just like puts him to sleep and then puts him on the floor. Was well, yeah, that, 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 was that, that the right thing to do to defuse the situation or should he have waited until it got physical? Well, well, no, because it's it's it really goes down to like what we were just talking about the definition of like assault. You it's a reason. It's a reasonable amount of um of danger uh, 
a divine, like a threat of bodily harm is reasonable if it causes fear to, of harm in the victim to, of battery. But yeah, like it's like that's it's that that falls in the lines of assault where he was defending a, another person of battery. So like as long as there's a reasonable amount, you can't just like say like some people and this is where it just gets in the gray area. It's it really is. It's like yeah. it's, it's and this is where wisdom kicks in of like when you know that's like okay they they're crossing a line and that mm-hmm. like that this is this is this needs to stop whereas some people you've seen people like all right like they they're by jumping too early they're accelerating the they're escalating the situation and where they're like dude just calm down calm down that it was not that serious yet if you all you stepping in just made it worse right. and i i've seen that situation so it's not cut and dry and that's where like this is the 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 miss Matt um, the mess of human emotion and fallenness that we right. have to deal with, uh, and that we and, you know all we can do is you know as Christians is just as if we are um, in Christ and in uh, listening to the Holy Spirit we we hope and that we pray that our our heart and mind is set on Him rather than our emotions and that we use wisdom in that. True. True. Yeah, it's just it's kind of it's kind of tough when you see like you know like if you know if someone strikes your cheek you know give them the other cheek, uh, or you know if someone's suing your pants off you know just let give them the shirt off your back. It's like wow, really? Like that's yeah. how I'm supposed to react to that? Yeah. It's you know it's like so you know should we expand a little bit on that because that, you know I was just I was just reading uh, while you're while you're talking I was just looking over, and so. Uh, it kind of goes with what everything we were just talking about. Like, is that really how far does this go? You know, and a, a part of me, I was thinking, well, maybe this is like the way Jesus was talking about how everybody should behave and then we wouldn't have to deal with these problems. And that's obviously true, but that's unrealistic because also he's saying like somebody's going to be doing these things to you and clearly they're not acting the way they should be and they're transgressing against you in, in, in a way. But this is the way you should react to them. Uh, you know, be humble about it and sort of, kind of i don't know be a, be pacifist a, a, about it um it's it's a tough one it's a tough one um for for me it isn't like it's not super super extreme because i i know for a fact it's like it's not saying well uh if they cut off one of your arms say hey cut off the other one too that's not what it's saying it's it's <laughs> like just uh it there's there's just understanding the heart of the message and what would that because and because he says you you've heard an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth and it was a saying is not literally right. an it's eye for an eye it, it, not eye literally that but it's just it's the 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 idea of uh behind the philosophy saying well no don't don't hold on hold on this idea but um he's he's kind of creating his own uh metaphor yeah don't hold on don't hold on to something that's going to be eventually a detriment to your whole being i mean like he's not saying like if someone hits you and abuses you like oh like just to sit there and invite them to hit you again but like uh at least I would I would hope not to be inviting to hurting your self inflection, <laughs> but 
or it goes on to like uh, the the uh, in the common law of the Romans because that's of the time those, those are the rulers of the time they were saying they could have the the Jews or the Israelites uh, say hey I want you to carry this for a mile and then that's all they can make them do and then they could go about their day whatever mm-hmm. and but as a Christian they're saying like no you're going to be set apart that, that that's the whole point of the Bible that's the whole point so, of Christianity is to be set apart. Not to be like everyone else, to do the bare minimum, and and this is what this retaliation aspect of the Sermon on the Mount is. It is a separation of everyone else. It is a it is a further separation of the Old Testament. It was a the Old, the Old Testament was one step, and then Jesus said, "Guess what? I am up in the ante. I am doing this much. I am requiring this you guys this much more, and you like because everyone's gonna know you're a Christian because of what you guys do." You, right. there, people will know you. I, I am. Uh, you are mine by um, salt and the light. The uh, uh, re, uh, re, um, not falling into lust, not falling into anger, and divorce, and all these things. Like these are the things that I'm setting you apart from. Yeah, it's like people should know that you're a Christian, not because you tell them that you're a Christian, but by the way you live your life. Exactly, and a lot of, and I see this like in like our lives, like so many people are just these like bumper sticker christians like i love jesus yes i do he loves me <laughs> and how about you it's 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 so cheesy it's so stupid and like they, it's very they, surface it's, they, yeah they, they it's like they haven't read like of course they haven't they haven't read the bible because if they would knew they'd be like oh my gosh like this is so much more than what I'm doing right now, and yeah. they like they just like people they people are like well I like I'm guilty of this too sometimes like it's just like you know it's really just no that's your, the thing is like, your is your mind set on Christ mm-hmm. and if if it's not because it's so easy to get into a routine of like just go to church just go to a small group and then you know say your prayer before your meal and then be like yeah I like Jesus loves me yeah like are you a Christian sure yeah and it's it's you're not having this relationship of full forfeiture of your life to him yeah and um just to make it clear uh just you know between you and i and for anybody else that may be listening we're not self-righteous people or at least we're not trying to be a lot of these criticisms that we're talking about there are a lot of self-criticisms you know where we're saying that we're guilty of these things too yeah. you know and that's what we're, and that's what we're saying like you know these are problems that we have too and these are problems that we face every day as christians not saying that because you're a christian you're going to be free from these things no completely the opposite you're you know you're called to be more uh because of your because of your beliefs um but yeah so anyways uh on to or is there, is there anything is there anything else that you wanted to to, to add before we move on to no, divorce i think that's that a good closing for that section Okay. Uh, did we did we cover loving your enemies? I don't think we did. Did we? Uh, love your enemies. I mean, we were on lust, and the next thing is divorce. Well, we jumped to retaliation, um, because we went from anger to retaliation. Oh, okay, right. I kind did. of forgot that we made that jump. Um, because so the the ones are divorce and oaths. Uh, uh, I div- don't know. What. No, 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 I was saying, like, I, I don't know how much we can really expand on those. Yeah, exactly. They're, 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 I feel like they're kind of self-evident. like, I, Or at least, at least, the one thing about divorce I think we can hit on sure. is that uh, very, very consistently throughout the Gospels, it talks about uh, when it comes to divorce, that it says uh, uh, it's permissible on terms of sexual immorality. 
And because that would the, be the, like committing adultery, cheating on your wife, or cheating right. on your husband. And that's when it's permissible to uh, to divorce your uh, to divorce your spouse because your your marriage vows is a it's a it's a covenant it's a it's a it's a commitment and mm-hmm. by doing that and committing adultery is uh, and sexual immorality uh, breaks that 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 binding. Right, and it was saying, but I say to you that everyone who divorces his wife, except on the ground of sexual immorality makes her commit adultery mm-hmm. so why why isn't the uh he makes her commit adultery why is it specifically on the woman well, you know because like okay, the guy is we... divorcing her but she hasn't slept with anybody yet you're just divorcing her um so you know makes her commit adultery because she had sex with a man but they're no longer married so now she's considered an adulteress oh it's because um it's not the same man so like if a woman just gets divorced um from her husband let's say like there was financial issues and there's a lot of stress in the home and she's just like i can't take this anymore you're you're unfit not, father you, or whatever yeah unfit father and you're not the same man that i once loved and goodbye and she leaves and then she goes and marries um someone else uh that or, or wait it says that he that the guy leaves yeah but, oh, but i said yeah. to you that oh. everyone who divorces his wife yeah except okay, on so, the ground of sexual immorality yeah, so my, my, my bad yeah my bad so let me flip the scenario so like sure. the the guy is like you know you're like let's just say he's he's a pig and he's like he says you've gone and you've you're not you're fat or whatever and you're you're just nagging me all the time i'm out of here yeah. i just want to divorce this is not i'm not i'm not enjoying this and then she goes off and marries someone else she's like you know she's still bound to the to that commitment it right. wasn't it wasn't broken off in sexual immorality and it i think i think actually something that is easy easily overlooked maybe this is a way to hold the men accountable because they're like dude if you divorce your wife not because she cheated on you or whatever but for whatever other reason now you've made her an adulterer like as a christian mm-hmm. that should be something that like you shouldn't want for someone that you love you know or at least once loved yeah um it's like now like you're putting the burden on her and that's not something you should do for example like you know we're, we're as christians we're called men you are called to risk um to love your wife and you know, women respect your husband. Um, that's you wouldn't do that to someone that you love. You wouldn't do something so selfish that would put someone else in a bad situation like that. You know, I, I think one of the criticisms that we could uh, from like either people that are listening or just people that are generally with this uh, opinion is that people are like, well, so you're saying that this this crappy guy that just left his um, his wife. That she just should be le- like to she just deserves to be left alone for the rest of her life just to be alone. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not, I'm not saying that's what I, I would would want for a person, but the whole point, the whole uh, protection and the purpose of um, the law and uh, and what God, and Christ has called us to be is not to give up on a marriage because it gets hard. Yes, not to yeah. leave. It's like it, it's it's to continually until and death do you follow, part. Yeah, and and to follow it uh, in a covenant. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and and, and that's the thing. Like, it, people people mi- 
people often think like, oh, and Jordan B. Peterson speaks about this. He goes, if you think that marriage means happiness, you're an idiot. <laughs> like, you know, it's like if you really think that that's what that means, you're stupid because there's no any two people, whether married or not. You and I, for example, you know, we're, we're, we're friends and like we yeah. living together for a year. We were at each other's throat at one point. <laughs> Oh, you know, I wouldn't say so, each other's throats, but I don't know. We we were like, you know, at, at one point we were on rolling around on the ground trying to beat each other up. <laughs> Shut up! No, we weren't. We I threw a pizza at you once, but that was it. Uh, was but it that wasn't in was anger. Yeah, we, we threw it at each other. But yeah, that was just no. for fun. That was just for fun. Yeah, it was just for fun. But anyways, <laughs> but yeah, imagine you know, like marrying someone and then building an entire family and a home with someone. There are many things that are going to come with that. They're not going to be good. That you know, there are there like are things the that... kids. Think about the kids. Yeah, and yeah. So like me, me coming from a from a family, you know, where my where my parents aren't together anymore. I can say like that. That's something that was that was very. And my parents were never married either. My parents were, were never married. I they had me out of wedlock, and that 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 was very. Just thinking back, you know that that that's actually something that that sort of that that's pushed me to try to be a Christian because I was I was raised like in a Catholic home, but again, like they were they were sort of more like a lenient Catholics. Um, obviously, you know, had me out of wedlock, and they never even got married after they had me, and then they mm-hmm. separated afterwards. Um, I saw the effect that it had on both my parents, and mm-hmm. I also saw the effect that it had on me, where no matter what the child is going to be torn between two parents. You love both of your parents, but you're always at some point or another going to be pinned up against one, one or the other, because that's just sadly what people do. You know, your parents, just because they're your parents are still people, you know? And, and, and uh, there's, there's a show called Rick and Morty. Um, and there's the, where Morty says, you know, uh, p- parents are just children who have children where it's, it's true because, you know, sometimes adults act like children and a lot of times that takes a huge toll out on the child. And I remember a lot of, even still to this day, you know, that um, there's a lot of things that have been said and done that, that have stuck with me. And I realized, you know what? I don't want this in my life. I, for when I have children, I don't want them to go through this kind of thing. So after I became after I was baptized Christian, I decided, I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to cherry pick the Bible. I'm not going to, like, this is what I like and this is what I don't like. So I'm going to become, you know, abstinent from this point because I don't want to deal with any repercussions that may c- come from my actions. And then I'm going to have to take responsibility for those actions. Going back to that whole, you know, hypersexualized culture where people don't want to take responsibility for the actions of, you know, engaging in premarital sex and all these kind of things. Of the People want to have all the fun and pleasure without any of the responsibility that comes with that kind of thing. You know, and th- so that's why you have the issues with abortions where, believe it or not, the majority of the people of women having abortions are not rape victims. You know, yeah. there there are wi- there are women who had sex way too early and they are not ready to be parents. They're not ready to be mothers. And you know what? You were adult. You, you were adult enough to to have adult fun. Now be an adult and take care of responsibilities as an adult. There's no reason why your child should bear, you know, the weight of your irresponsibility. There's no reason your child should suffer the consequences for your, you know, for your stupidity. Um, it, it just it just comes back around to the, to all that kind of stuff. And I think, you know, human selfishness and all that kind of stuff, it, ta- it, it, it always takes a toll on the most in- innocent amongst us, you know, children, um, the unborn infants. It, 
it always takes a toll on them and then they become raised in this environment and they go on to repeat the same problems for those people that don't ro that don't learn or that don't try to learn from other people's mistakes they go on to repeat the same problems because that's the kind of environment and culture they're being raised in exactly so actually look at that we expanded a lot more in the voice than we thought uh <laughs> we would <laughs> so uh oaths to do any anything you want to say about oaths uh, I wanted to ask you, like, so how far do you think this goes? Because it's like, you know, you both and like, at least I am can be fairly sarcastic and like we like to joke around. And so when you, when you make a joke, you like you try to lead someone on with whatever, like whether it be sarcasm, whether you're implying something that's really not or uh, when you say uh, when you're trying to set someone up for a joke, like someone that's a gullible and you totally like tell them something that's not really like whatever, like. Does this in does this include that? Mm, let me see. Hold on, I'm gonna have to reread. Like, this. and I and I I know that it's not completely like oath related, or I well, I, I guess this is as like something separate because it's a whole. Well, point what of, what of, but oath. what is an oath though? Like you know, what, like what is it? What is an oath? You're not taking oath at all either by heaven for it is the throne of God or by earth for it is the footstool or by Jerusalem. Well, I guess I was what just kind of like to remove the concept of that people were saying, you know, like the people today, like, you know, I swear on my mother's grave or my mother's life or I swear on the Bible. I, I pinky promise like, like yeah. people, people should know that you're good for your word because you say it. And like, there's a lot of people like, especially yeah. nowadays that are really flaky about making plans and like, you know, oh yeah, yeah, I'll go, I'll go. And then last minute, it, oh, this pisses me off. Like I, I really like, I, I hate, this is one of my pet peeves. That people like will say yes or something, and they're like, "Oh, I don't know. I don't. I'm not really feeling like it today. I'm just tired." I'm like, "But you told me you would. Like, right. doesn't your word count for anything?" I was like, "It wasn't really a promise, but it was just like, but it was just kind of like we were planning on it." And then yeah, it it, it really annoys me when people just kind of flake off and they're like, eh, "Something else kind of better came in uh, that I wanted to do." Or is or sometimes he's in like pure laziness. It's like the it comes to the time when you're like. Uh, I don't really feel like going out. I know I made plans, but ah, screw it. Yeah. You know, it's like, I'm just going to stay home and do whatever. We know, you know who you are. You know who you are. <laughs> we know. Yeah. That do we that. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, I'll admit I, I do it on occasion because it's sometimes like, it's, it's really the laziness factor that like I say, Oh, I'll go. And then like, I get like, I like get back from work and it was late or whatever and then I'm just exhausted. I'm like, all right, I, I don't think I can do this. It's just or like I, I really don't want to go out again. I'm just in for the night. Yeah. See, Kale, this is this is why you just don't have to have friends like me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, what are you talking kidding. about? What about me? What about you me? live all the way in Canada, dude? We don't hang out. Maybe just like on Skype on the computer. That's about it. I don't have to leave my home. <laughs> um, but all right. Uh, so this kind of like, you know, swearing, like I, I, I do like what you said, you know, like your word should be your word. You know, you shouldn't have to add things in order to make it more uh, truthworthy. Tr yeah. Truthworthy or whatever. Like people should be believable. Like, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm going to hold you to this. And it's like, my word should be enough, but you have to be that kind of person too. Right. Because if you're not, then, you know, people are obviously going to just be like, yeah, bullshit. Like don't, I'm not. I don't. I don't believe you for a single second when you tell me you're going to be here at three fifty and you're showing up at like six o'clock. So, yeah. anyways, so we already talked about retaliation. Love your enemies. 
and that's, that's the last that's one. that's the big one yeah oh love your enemies how do you do this how how does so how's that <sighs> one girl at work what, what, what oh gee okay all right look, look look all right so all right so i don't consider her my enemy i never i never have she's an incredibly sweet person um it kind of, i don't want to say i feel uncomfortable because i feel like i'm talking behind her back mm-hmm. here but i'm not going to name any names or anything and i doubt they'll see this but this person, we have differing views on many things, and I'm the kind of person where, you know, if you're gonna say something, I'm gonna try, to, I'm gonna call you out on it, especially if I think it's something completely absurd, you know. So I'm gonna say something, but uh, this person's sort of more on the sensitive side, and then it just becomes this whole major thing whenever I, 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 what's the word? I challenge them on said opinion or belief or whatever, right? Uh. I don't consider her my enemy, but I do consider her ideas, to use a phrase from the social justice where you left, problematic. You know, I, I, I find it, uh, it becomes a problem because, again, she, <laughs> all right, for example, let, this is just an example, which completely blew my mind. And again, this is the conservative biting down on his tongue. Because they know if they were to say something, it would just become something way worse. And sometimes it's easier just to not deal with it, especially because I was at work. And I'm not going to be- let it become a whole thing because it's very easy for this to get turned around on me and then for me to be the bad guy, right? So I, I thought mm-hmm. I, you, ha- you got to think ahead and choose your battles, right? Pick and choose your battles. Um, we were ta- – oh, jeez. Just thinking about it just drives me up a wall. <laughs> we were sitting uh, during lunch, and it was four of us. And you know I have a gay friend at, at work. Um, and so we were talking and he, even, even as a gay guy, you know, he completely does not understand the whole transgender thing. He's just like, I don't like, I don't get it. Uh, Oh, what was it that we were talking about? We were, I guess we were talking about actually not transgender people, but, um, people who are, um, what, what is it? Um, when they're born with like XXY chromosomes or XYY, what, yeah, you know the, the, those people, um, and the point zero five percent. Yeah, and yeah, like you know, a very minority, like a, a small minority of people, micro, yeah. micro. But anyway, so he was just trying to understand, like those people, what do ident- what do they, they identify as? Because they're born with sometimes they're born with both body, you know, reproductive uh, organs, or they're like the top half of them looks like female, and the bottom half of them is male, or vice versa. You know, like, but like a lot of times, like, not, 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 one, like one's com- dysfunctional. Yeah. Like, they, well, they can't reproduce. Sometimes right? it's like it's defunct. They, they won't can't work. Reproduce, right. I, I think that's that's something that with a uh, damn it. Why can't I think of 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 the name? They're not transsexuals. They're um, uh, transvestites. No, transvestites. They're not trans. That's they're, not transvestites. It's um. I, I don't know the terminology. No, I, was, I dude. So I, I was just talking about earlier today, and I can't remember the. the term so so but i hope i hope that people know know what i'm talking about um uh so he was just wondering you know what do these people identify as because you know that it could really go either way so like how could they they can't just identify as nothing and it's not it is true because a lot of them don't identify as nothing they either identify as one or the other or sometimes they're just like uh this is just who i am but um 
so that's that's what he's trying to think. And then this is where this girl, she's like, well, it all depends on what they identify as. And she was talking about, you know, in the transgender form. And so he's like, well, what are they? Are they straight if they have sex with this kind of person? Are they gay? Are they, you know, he, that's what he was wondering. And she goes, it all depends on what they identify as. And she used her, his boyfriend as an example. She's like, for example, if your boyfriend identifies as a girl tomorrow, you'd be a straight couple. And I was like, oh, what? What? Are you kidding me? That doesn't, that, did you, did you hear yourself? Even him, he was so taken aback by it. He was kind of like, um, I don't think that's right. <laughs> uh, but okay. <laughs> it doesn't change the, you know, obviously. You can't change the well, biology. Well, it's not even changing the biology, but changing the act of what you're doing, you know, like, uh, uh, I don't want to get yeah. too into the details, but you know. You yeah, know how we know. Your, yeah. We understand. It doesn't ch- it. Please don't make me use no, my imagination. Okay. <laughs> for, for the people out there. You, it doesn't change anything. It literally doesn't change anything. So are you telling me just because he's a guy, they're both guys, and then one one day just decides to identify as a girl, now it's straight sex? I'm sorry, but I'm pretty sure it's still considered gay sex, and they're still they're both still gay. Like I that that makes zero sense to me. And I, I I I could not believe how she could have said that and then just been like, yeah, this this that's that it all depends on the and she said it so like like with her face like you know just straight face i was like i was expecting for there to be like you know like a chuckle or something like no it was just straight face like this is exactly like it all different no i was like no way dude and i almost said like that is like i in my mind like you know i was playing it i was like that is literally the most absurd thing you've ever said please take back your stupid comment because everyone in this room now is dumber because of what you just said like it's (laughs) That's that's from some movie or show. Or may God, may God have mercy it's like, on your soul. Oh my gosh, these this is the time that we're living in. Like this is the sign of the times. Like this is what it's yeah. like living in 2017 in this politically correct culture that we've living in, where we're just playing into people's delusions, where we can make up our gender, and it doesn't even have to be a binary thing. You can literally, you can literally uh, become like a like. A furry kin or whatever you mean you literally identify as an animal does that make like, like that, that that's a thing like if i identify as a dog tomorrow and i have sex with a dog is that bestiality or is it just two dogs having sex i'm pretty sure it's still a human having sex with a dog like it doesn't it, it doesn't change anything like it, it doesn't change anything just because you're delusional and you believe in this kind of thing it does not actually change reality and the fact that these people want us to play into their delusion it it, it it just it's just mind-boggling you know it's just it's just completely absurd well, i i think we should be a bit sympathetic to the people that like have this condition in terms of like when we call it delusion is it not though the, i mean we don't play the, into schizophrenic delusion we tell them like hey what you're seeing or what you believe is not real but do you do they but a lot of people just but ignore schizophrenics? it no way dude like they they get either yeah. medicated or they um you know the people like people who have um uh, thinking not amnesia. What's what's the one that, that old people old people suffer from? Um, dementia. You know, it's like you you know yeah. like you you don't let them. You don't. You exacerbate the problem by playing into this delusion. You know, you have we I, for people who are let's say like don't suffer from. And again, I am empathetic to those kinds of people, right? 
But I also think there's a lot of people out there who use this to their advantage who kind of Yeah, they exploit, they exploit it just it, for their personal you know? yeah, desires. They exploit it. I truly believe that they exploit it because We've never seen a major problem with this kind of thing until recently, and I th- it, and it's just kind of empathetic. They're yeah, exploiting these him. people. Are, I, I I truly do believe that these people are exploiting. Um, that there are people, not all. Again, hashtag not all, but mm-hmm. I do think there are people out there, like the term transgenders. You know, you ever heard of that term? Where's no. yeah? Well, there's like for example, like Blair White uses that 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 term. She was like, you know, these there's some people who really who do not even who who call themselves uh transgender but they never even like make an effort to try to look like the opposite sex or whatever they just literally wake up one day and they're like yeah. hey, i'm this th- i'm this today or the next day they're like oh i'm i'm this today it's like what game are you playing here you know and then that's what and that's how you get to this 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 situation now where you have like 30 like what new york uh new york um acknowledges 35 different genders it's like what wow what you that's ridiculous and then you have canada you know bill c16 zimzer they thus thou tp lq i don't know man it's just i mean even wow. just looking at like how and again this isn't a rip all right i don't I, i'm afraid i'm like I, yeah. I, I would like for the for the remainder of the sure. show um, I would I would like to be referred as your, as your highness. highness, right? Yeah, I actually thought about that too. <laughs> like like saying it to to that girl, I'm like, well, you know what? From now on, um, um, I my gender is king, and from now on, I would like to be referred to as <laughs> thy majesty. You know, like your majesty. Ever since birth, I felt like a king. I've always felt this sense of yeah, this 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 sense of entitlement. Like I, everybody I, owed and me you, something, and you can't tell me wrong because I feel this yeah. way. <laughs> so I, I I demand respect, even though I may not deserve it. I demand it, and I will pass <laughs> legislation. I will be loud enough to pass legislation to so people to, yeah, force, to force people people to adhere to my whims. You know, it's like wow. Okay, it's, you're a narcissist. Um, you know, so, but yeah, listen, I, I don't want to, I don't want to start coming off as insensitive. Yeah, we don't want to get yeah. too far into but, this. But so, no, like, but like for people that are listening, we like, we like, we don't, like, we're not trying to, to bash, we're, to, we're bashing on the idea that people are um, exploiting yeah. and using this philosophy to, to push this, uh, idea of control on other people. Because like, you know, we, we recognize there are uh, small minorities of people that we need to protect, but I don't think this needs to be an overbearance on the, the majorities through legislation that can be abused by uh, by very influential yeah. people. Yeah, I mean, like, look at Canada. You can't even raise your kid the way you want anymore. Say, like, your kid identifies as a girl one day, your three-year-old who thinks, you know, like, when I was three years old, I thought I was going to marry my cousin, as gross as that sounds, you know? like you Because that's, <laughs> that's the thing. As a child, you don't understand how reality works. You know, there's some little girls who think they're going to marry their dad when they grow up it's like no you don't know what you you don't know how real life works you know shut up um the and 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 that's the thing like this in in canada where the government can actually take your kid away from you if because they consider it child abuse if you are a parent who says like you know you have a little boy and they're three years old and they decide to be a girl for whatever out of nowhere and because maybe they saw something on TV or they saw it in school, and then a parent might not even be abusive at all and be like, "No, listen, Jimmy, 
you're a little boy. You know, you might like to play with dolls or whatever like that, but, you know, you are a little boy. Canada, like, the, the Canadian authorities will consider that, or at least the Canadian government will consider that child abuse, and they will take mm. your, their, their, your kid away from you. So you don't mm-hmm. even have the freedom yeah. to, to parent your children the way you want. And that, to me, is... I, th- I think that's perverted. I feel like that that's being perverted. It's I th- that's just I, to, it, it, it it has to be it has to be considered evil. Like it's got it's got to be it, it's evil. You know, like it's it, yeah. And the, the problem is, it's like I I I agree, but like they don't they don't see it that way because it's like let's take the the view of like uh in, in Islam where they don't like women can't drive. Women are second class people. Like to us, I was like this is incredibly wrong. This is disgusting. Right. Like women, like like just like in the Bible, it says like we women like husband love your wives. Like they they shouldn't be treated less yeah. than. They're they're like we are there to protect them, not because they're less, but because we were made to protect right. them. Just as Christ is, um, is um over us, protecting mm-hmm. us. Yeah, yeah. No, good point. Um, but so. Yeah. So anyway, so back to loving your enemies. Um, even though this person has, wow, we yeah, we got a really, we, we <laughs> so out of like we're just way over there now. Like we started like, how do I want to put this? Like let's say we we sliced on yeah, that like, driver. We started in Florida, <laughs> where I am now. We ended up in Canada. <laughs> like you know, that's how. That's, all right, anyways, um, so love your enemies. So this girl, obviously, with with the very what I believe to be very uh, slanted views on reality and, and, and whatever, you know, just in general. Uh, I still think she's a very sweet person. This is the kind of, she's the kind of person that will actually like, if you're, if your car breaks down, she'll drive you home. She'll go out of her way to drive you home. You know, she's, she is a very sweet person. I don't have anything against her in that. And that's the thing, like, I'd like, like, I don't know. Here's the thing. I don't necessarily think having holding anything against them. And I know you. I know you don't say that they're your enemy, but it's just to love your enemies. And just like or love the people that yeah, piss well, you well, off. Yeah, well, exactly. And it comes back. And it comes back to right. Love them, right? Because like, don't again. It, it even says in here is like, well, what, what difference would it be? Like, are are you really making a difference by just loving the people that think like you? Like, you know, are you? Mm-hmm. You know, like, what what difference are you making in the world by sticking into your little cliques? You know, are, are you yeah. really going to be especially this? You see this in the polarized viewpoints of the left and the right. That people don't want to talk to each other. They don't mm-hmm. want to work with each other. Yeah, it's they just, just like, completely shut each other out. Like it's just like yep. com- like there there's literally news articles written like how to deal with your Trump supporting friends. Cut them out of your lives. It's like what? Wow, really? Like that? That's that's your solution? I mean, don't you think that we've gotten to this problem because people wouldn't uh, discuss religion and politics? Because it's been considered for a really long time rude to talk religion and politics, and now we've gotten to this point where we're so completely polarized, where it's it's gonna come down. It's gonna come down to to fists, you know. Like it, it's a sad truth. Like we've already seen it happen, you know, with like Battle of Berkeley and all this other stuff. Like it, we've seen people carry out violence because of their differences, and it's 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 saddening. It really is. Yeah, it is. But so, I, I think yeah. I I think that kind of, that wraps up the the entire uh, Sermon on the Mount that that chapter. 
man yeah. like we like th- this was just one chapter like the, all the, yeah. the like in the first the first episode we went through five chapters yeah five chapters or or yeah, no no no, no, no four or, well three four 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 four, yeah, four, four chapters and then we took an entire hour and a half on this one. So yeah, yeah well, it, it, it just shows said. you there's a ton of information on this segment. Well, whenever Jesus speaks, chapter. you know, it's important to really under- try to understand what is being said here. You know, so a lot of like a lot of the other chapters, there was just kind of like this happened and this happened. Right. But this is Jesus saying like, this is what we are as Christians or like what you should be as a Christian, even though, you know, in the time it was called the way. Um, mm-hmm. this is what you, you know, if you're going to be a follower of me, this is what I expect from you. And so, yeah. Um, nuts. so I'm, I'm Kale Schmidt. Yeah. And I'm Yago. And I, I don't know. I, I still feel weird giving your, your entire name out there. It's all right. No one's going to hunt you uh, down for what you said. Yeah. Okay. Cause <laughs> I was going to try to, cause you know, like I was trying to be anonymous in my other channel. And then if I just be like, hey, check out my other channel, and <laughs> yeah. I'm like, here's my name. Everyone's like, yeah. <laughs> here's my name. So that's completely out the window. Um, but yeah. So anyways, so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of WTA2. I certainly did um, talking about this kind of stuff with my buddy Kale. And uh, just remember, guys, where there are two, Christ yep. is there. Yeah. Um, and yeah so subscribe like share if you're gonna subscribe hit the little all uh, all the buttons hit the alarm button yeah hit the uh hit the um, anti-antifa button and (laughs) the little bell next to the subscribe (laughs) button hit that so you make sure you you get a notification for whenever we post our next video um so we you know and if you guys like this content please support it by subscribing and leave a comment if with and again leave a comment if you have anything to say anything positive to say if it's anything negative keep it to yourself (laughs) (laughs) we don't we don't like opposing opinions on this channel yeah we will silence you (laughs) we're of course joking um so anyways thank you guys for listening and until next time take care